0: And take life and God is a just God but God's not a killer not a murderer and you and I should not be because we are made in the image of God and we're to be like God and this is so vitally important because lots of times as Christians we wonder why ought I be righteous suppose you know it's uh I you know, I talk to students. Suppose you know you're in your room or something and, and you're, something comes on the TV or on the internet or whatever and you shouldn't be looking at it. There'll be several reasons, like you, you you shouldn't look at it and you think, should you or not? What's your motivation to stop? Well, one motivation might be someone will walk in the room and you'll get caught and you'll be embarrassed and you'll be ashamed. And that can be a motivation to not do what you shouldn't do that you don't want to be embarrassed or caught we call it accountability but I've also figured in all honesty if you want to get around it you can let's be honest you can live a pretty private life today if you want to you know we've all got our own phones wherever we go so there's got to be a better motivation maybe your motivation is well I want God to use me And I know that God uses cleansed vessels, and and if if, if I'm secretly sinning, I'm forfeiting my opportunities for God to really use me in dramatic ways. And that's true. That's true. And yet, is that enough to motivate us? Sometimes. Sometimes that's what it takes, and that can be a very motivating factor. But sometimes I think we need to just stop and realize, this is not who I was created to be. We have this idea that to sin is human, and therefore humans are supposed to sin, and we have to fight who we are. Yes, we do have this sinful tendency within us, these temptations, which is what the Bible calls a sin nature. But understand something very important. This is not who you were created to be. You're created in the image of God. You're created to be like God, holy as He's holy perfect as he's perfect, an imitator as he's an imitator imitator of God himself. I contend that when we live righteous, godly lives, that's when we're the most human. Let me say it again. You're not the most human when you're sinning. You're the most human when you're being like God. That's what you're created to be. Now, of course, we, we've all fallen short. That's what the Bible says we've, we've sinned, and the Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We often think of the first half of that verse when we share the gospel, and we want people to understand you've sinned and you need to be forgiven. You need Jesus to make you new, to forgive you and make you new. But have you thought about the second half of that verse? all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Brothers and sisters, what's that mean? That when when we're sinning, we're falling short. We're, we're not being what God created us to be. God created you to reflect and exhibit His glory. When we sin, we're not doing that. When we sin, we're falling short of God, what God the glory God created us to exhibit. And therefore, let's turn it around and say, on the other hand, when we walk uprightly, we are reflecting the glory of God. We're being like God. Like I said, we're being truthful as God is truthful. We're being good as God is good. We're being loving as God is loving. We're being honest. We're being, when we work, when we steal, God would never steal from you you should never steal. Don't be a thief. When we work hard, we're reflecting God. Our God, our Father, He's a worker. He created the world. Jesus said He's working. All of these things are the reflection of the very nature of God. Now, some people, does this mean, some people get all hung up on this. I'm not saying we get saved by being good enough. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. It's through faith in Jesus Christ that we're saved. And indeed, He's glorified in his forgiveness of our sins. He's glorified in, for, in, in making us new creatures. Yes, God, we were intended to glorify God by living uprightly. We've all sinned and brought shame and dishonor upon ourselves, but God is even more glorified again in forgiving us of our sin and remaking us into the very image of Jesus Christ, renovating us, as it says in Colossians, renovating us to be more and more like the Son, Jesus Christ. All this to the glory of God, and shall I say, it's glorious in our lives as we walk up, as we imitate our Father. Brothers and sisters, when we talk about, we're talking about morality, in our schools, our kids are taught you determine your, your decide, you determine your morality. No, 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 no. We discover, we discover what's right and what's wrong by discovering more and more of the nature of God. You can't change morality, you can't vote it out. You can't suddenly say something that was wrong is right if we change it by vote, or if we even change our human laws. That doesn't make it right. What makes something right is it does it reflect the nature of God? Does it reflect the nature of God? So we discover this. We are motivated to be, shall I say, we're motivated not to be moral, but to be righteous. And maybe sometimes we, this discussion of morality, we need to maybe use more biblical terms and say what is righteous and what is sinful. When a person engages in sinful behavior, sinful as defined by God, not defined by us, but sinful as defined by God, when they engage in sinful behavior, they're falling short of what God made them to be. So often today, for instance, in the LGBT uh, d- debates and arguments and c- contention, they say, I'm finding who God created me to be. No, no, no. No, you're not. You're, you've been deceived and fallen into sin and are falling short of the glory of God. When you engage in that type of behavior, you're not, you're not finding who you really are. You're, you're rejecting who you really are created by God. And there's a deception that comes upon these people. They've been misled. There's a deluder. The, 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 the enemy of our soul has tricked them. They're not, being, they're, they're not discovering who God made them to be. They're rejecting who God made them to be. They're rejecting in determining their own morality. They're entering into sin and falling short of the glory that God made them to be. And this is why, by the way, when we speak up against these things, we're doing it in love, compassion, and desire for them to be right with God, to discover God. We're not doing it so much because we're afraid they're going to, you know, people say a homophobia. They're not not afraid they're going to hurt us. We speak up out of love for them and a desire out of grief that they have missed the plan of God so badly. And they've missed the reason God created them so badly. And they're so far off track. We love them, care for them, and that must always be our motive. So think of this in your own life. It's not a matter of talking about morality. It's, how, it's righteousness versus sinfulness. Why should you live an upright, godly life? That's what you are created to live. That's who you are created to be. Is it sin to human? Well, all, all humans sin but the greatest humanity, the most fullness of of humanity to thrive and flourish as a human being. You don't do that by sinning. You do that by being an imitator of God, being holy as He's holy, being like our Heavenly Father. Isn't that awesome? Oh, my goodness. This puts a whole new face on what it means to be righteous and a whole on, on temptation Instead of asking the question, what can I get away with, or is this sin, and how, far, how far does I go before it's sinful, what, when it, does it become sinful? Now, we're not asking our question. We're not trying to say we don't want to sin. We're, tr- we're not trying to avoid sin. Of course, of course we are, but that's not the motive. The motive now is what does it mean to be like God? I'm not asking, I don't, I'm not focusing on life saying I don't want to sin. I'm focusing on life saying I want to be like God. That's what I was created to be. That's who I am. I'm a new cre- I'm a new creature in Christ, made to be like God. I want to be fully human, be like God Himself in all my attitudes and my character. Isn't that awesome? Let's pray about this. As we do pray, I mentioned that we wanted to uh, pray for the National Day of Prayer as well. I'll pray for that. And also, shout out to, uh, I don't know if I'm seeing if it's on here today, but uh, Shirley and Yohanan from India usually come on, and I don't know if they're on the day or not, but this is Yohanan's birthday, so Johanan uh, is a, an, an employee, works with TSCM in India. He's on um, staff with us over there, and he does a good work, so we'd like to pray for him as well. Father, we bless you today. Thank you for making us in your image. Oh, we confess we've fallen short of your glory. We've all sinned. We've, we've all... Uh, failed to be what we were to be, but you have forgiven us and you're remaking us in the very image of Jesus himself. Thank you. We are your renovation project. And we confess today and acknowledge that our sovereign, loving, heavenly Father, Father, we believe that the different circumstances you allow into our lives are designed to remold us. You are the potter. We're the clay. You're just remolding us, remaking us more and more into the image of Christ. We thank you that as we follow in your way, as we walk in your way, as we, as we learn to be imitators of God and walk uprightly in godly lives, we're discovering what it means to be fully human. Hallelujah. Lord, we, have, we've all, we all have taken the bait in the past and thought that the sin is the way to go and to sin is better. We've seen through that. That's not where life's at. That's not where, it's not where we want to be. Lord, when we face temptation, I pray you'd help us to remember these things. Remember that we're, that's not who we are. We're not designed. We're not made to sin. We don't flourish by sinning. We flourish and become all we're made to be as we walk as an imitator of God, as we're holy, as you're holy as we discover the real purpose for which you created us hallelujah we praise you and we bless you and we just say to you we may be weak the the spirit's willing times the flesh is weak we may be weak <clears throat> but this is what we desire this is where we are aiming and we thank you you've put this in our heart we ask you to inspire and activate our faith so that we walk with you more consistently and faithfully we pray today, Lord, for our nation on this National Day of Prayer, as our nation is struggling between two opinions on this very topic of what's right and what's wrong. Do we determine our own morality, or do we discover what God, who God is? Do we discover how we've created to be? Do we discover God? Lord, our nation seems to be hesitating and struggling between two gods, two theologies, is man supreme or is god supreme where does where does truth come from where does where does what's right come from lord it's it's spilled into the political battle and into, into washington the, this theological philosophical debate is spilled into our political leadership it's spilled into our entertainment into the business world it's it's everywhere into our education oh father we pray for our country that there would be an, an opening of eyes first and foremost of believers to see the things that are happening in our world, to understand that so many of these cultural conflicts, they're merely a proxy of bigger spiritual conflicts. And I pray we'd be wise and discerning, and we'd be come down on the right side, and we'd fight the Lord's battles, and we'd fight the ideological battles, and we'd fight, Lord, for the, the hearts and minds and souls of our nation, of our friends, of our families, of our communities, of our children and grandchildren. Lord, we pray for godly leaders to lead our nation. Oh, God, have mercy on us, and might the wicked not be our rulers. That would make us groan, Lord. We pray for godly leaders, God-fearing men and women who would guide our nation. We pray, Father, for righteous laws, and I think particularly this big decision of Roe Wade that we're talking about now, and how we pray for the right decision to come down from our courts and then to be uh, fought properly and, and prevailing at the state level. Father, we pray for these things. And most of all, we pray for a mighty revival in our land. Raise up evangelists. Raise up men and women who can speak your word with power and anointing to bring a revival in our land, we pray. We need you. We don't just pray for a change in Washington or the state capitals or Hollywood or wherever. We pray, Father, for a revival in our churches that would, that would flood our nation and turn our nation back to you. I do pray, Lord, for my brother and good friend, Johanan. I pray on this, his birthday, Lord, that, that you would make his ministry in India very fruitful, that you'd bless his family, his wife, his children. Pray you'd meet every need they have. I pray you'd anoint him powerfully, and I pray he'd have a powerful effect in winning people to Christ and making disciples there in India. Pray you'd protect him from any spiritual attack and discouragement. I know he's in the front lines, and it's tough. And I pray, Lord, you'd give him strength and courage day by day, minute by minute. Make him a mighty weapon in your hand. And we pray these things. We bless you today. We give you this day, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for joining with me. I hope you are inspired and encouraged. And I hope you come back every day because, you know, we need the Word of God every day. We can't just be once a week or once a year Christians. We need the Word of God every single day. And if you want to be strong, you know, it's, it's what comes into your mind and soul will affect your life. Get the Word of God in your soul. Read it yourself. Come here and join us each day. Let Give us 15, 20 minutes to encourage you, build you, inspire you, pray with you. I'm praying God raises up, that prayer where I prayed, God raises up a mighty army of men and women of God. And to do that, you gotta be in the word every single day. So join me, tell your friends. If you're new, make sure you subscribe, like, tell me where you're from, but come back and be a part of our community. Be strong and mighty for God. So until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord bless you, keep you, strengthen you, make his face shine upon you, fill you with his joy, his peace, his love, and his courage. You've got something the world didn't give you, and the world can't take it away from you. Don't let them do it. Stand strong. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.